authors. Welcome back to another podcast. My name is Daria White. I am a sweet romance author and today's episode we are talking about character building or getting to know your character. So how do you do that? Well, you want to focus on your character arcs. Now your character arcs are basically how your character is in the beginning how they are in the middle of your book with the journey of your story and then how do they change at the end whether it's for the good or if it's for the bad so if you listen to previous episodes you know that I've been using onestopforwriters.com so today I'm doing like a mock character build just to kind of show you or tell you rather how I have been working on this for my characters so again this is just a mock version if you want you can go to onestopforwriters.com and check this out yourself I've only been using it for the last couple weeks but this has been very very innovative for me now everyone has their own way of developing their characters you may work with an actual worksheet where you're writing it down You may have another method. However your method is, if it's working for you, please stick with it. But if you're wanting to kind of get into the rhythm of things, if you've been a pantser all this time and you really want to get started to, okay, maybe I need an outline. It's like you have that epiphany moment, then maybe you can start here. This seems to be fairly simple for me, but everyone's different. But again, what you would do is you would go under my workspace after you sign in. Now, if you don't have an account with them, then you're probably not going to see all of this. But if you choose to subscribe, this is where you're going to see it at. But under my workspace, you can create a new project. And you can create just an overall new project for your manuscript. You can create a new note or you can create a scene map. I've talked about this, timelines, world building surveys, emotional value of a setting. But I'm going under the character builder profile. So um, after I've added, well, it's going to be within the project. So first I would add a new project title uh, it with my manuscript title. And then within the new project, I would put in a character building profile. So I'm going to use the name Ava here and she'll be my leading lady for this episode. This may be a two part episode. It may not be. It depends on how lengthy this is. But we're going to go ahead and do a mock-up for Ava. Now, as soon as I click on that, it takes me to the first category of backstory. Now, within this character, they have backstory, personality, behavior, motivations, physical details, daily life. There's a gallery where you can upload pictures to kind of give you a visual of what your character looks like. And then at the end, they have a summary where you can include all of this in the final profile if you will and you can actually see a pdf file mock-up for your character with everything that you've just typed in so with ava here the background or backstory rather they have they have a spot where you can type it in so i can probably put um ava is a rising musician who just moved to chicago basic backstory there i'll leave it that at that but then within the character basics because again this is all under just the backstory so we're under character basics now you want to figure out the emotional wound so again backstory is anything that has happened before your first chapter so if your first chapter begins with the move like in our case ava has moved to chicago anything that has happened previously before ava moved is considered backstory so that is where is where you would begin but here well in terms of starting the book i would probably start it there if you want to know where to start it because some writers ask where should i start my book in terms of the hook i would probably start with the mood 
there her move to Chicago maybe she's unpacking her boxes or maybe she's you know uh carting boxes back and forth from her car to her new apartment I would probably start it there so just go ahead and throw your reader into the story it's not necessarily the inciting incident but I would start it there so next you we would have to um figure out the emotional wound so here you can add a wound and there's several here and some of these may be triggers for other things so they do warn you about that because you know if you're care I mean if, if you're writing about a real life character nine times out of ten they're going to go through some stuff that other readers can identify with so they have quite a few I'm not gonna list all of them because like I said there's some triggers here um there's a toxic relationship could be a wound being bullied can be another one um being fired or laid off let's go with that one <laughs> that's a, not as dark as others if you want to go darker go ahead and you can also list this as the primary wound here Silas primary now what's her fear based off of her being fired or laid off they have two categories within the fear fear resulting from the primary wound and then they have the fear related behaviors and attitudes so under uh, being fired the fears listed here are having to tell family members about the firing taking risks saying you're doing the wrong thing at a new job underperforming at work so they list some things here that could be a result of her emotional wound so I'm going to pick uh, falling into debt again you can pick whichever one would fit for your emotional wound here and then fear related behaviors they have questions for you to answer what situations would the character avoid due to this fear and what situations or settings will the character now feel threatened unsafe or vulnerable so you would write in answers for all of these things so you're really taking the time to get to know your character how does this character hide this fear from others how does this fear impact characters relationships with others are they positive or negative how does this fear affect the character at work and how does this character's fear diminish their self-esteem so that's all under the fear now if we go to the lie the lie is what your character believes to be true, whether it's a good lie for them or it's a bad lie. And what I mean by that, some lies people believe they actually think is a good thing. And they're the only ones that believe that, but it's actually detrimental. And then there's some lies that are just obviously wrong, but they have a hard time letting it go. So some lies people hold on to because they have nothing else to hold on to. And then there's some lies where, they, where people hold on to because they think this is all that there is and I'm too afraid to try anything new. So you want to determine your lie here. So with our lie, again, they have questions within this lie here. Lie resulting from being laid off. You can list that first. Uh, the lie would be to stay unemployed. They have to work harder than everyone else's. It's safer to be a team player than to disagree with what the company's doing. They were a fool to try and have a career in this area because they're just not good enough. They're worthless if they can't support the family. They're defective and somehow the company knew it. People will lose respect for them if they stay unemployed, if they stay if they can't stay employed or they have to do whatever it takes to keep a job. So uh, for my lie, I think I like the one that says they're worthless if they can't support the family. I'm going to save that one. And then, of course, secrets. If your character has a secret, you can add a secret. There are secrets there that are listed there for you to choose from. And then from there, you would go on to personality. What is your character's personality? Are they a D? 
personality? Are they more dominant, more assertive? Are they more results oriented? Are they an I personality? Are they more bubbly? Are they a people person? Or are they an S personality? Are they more family oriented? Do they tend to move at a slower pace? Are they a rule follower? Are they a C personality? Are they an analytical person? They pay attention to details and they look for typos where most people wouldn't even look for a typos. And then they tell the person, hey, you have a typo here. I mean, what is your character's personality? And all of that can contribute to know their wound fears and the primary life they believe and you can list their positive traits what are their positive traits is your character adaptable are they courteous are they um courageous are they generous and then negative are they cocky can they be snarky you know are they um insecure in some areas of their life so you can list all of these things and i've noticed as i've used this it's been helping me get to know my character. So that's just the first two. So we'll take a quick break and then I'll come back and I'll try to get through the rest of them without this being too long of a podcast. So we'll be right back. Hey authors and welcome back. This is part two of character building or getting to know your characters. So the first two we talked about your character's backstory and we touched a little bit on personality. So now I'm going to move on to the behavior part. How does your character behave? What is their core behavior? Are they positive or negative? So within my character for our mock trial here, Ava, I will list her positive traits and I will list her negative traits. There's a section in here in onestopforwriters.com. Then they have questions under emotional range. Conveying realistic behavior means understanding your character's emotional state at any given moment. When it comes to emotions, each person in the store will have a unique range of reactions and responses that line up with their personality and past experiences. So they list here, when your character is idle, what do they do? Do they fidget? Do they have a toe tapping thing going on? Do they start up conversations quickly? When they're stressed, do they get anger easily? When exhausted, what happens? When inebriated, what happens? When overstimulated, when anxious? So they list quite a few things here to kind of help you. Like, okay, my character, when when they get bored, they do this. Okay, when they're feeling attracted to someone, they kind of act like this. Or when they're tired, when they're stressed, they act like this. So it's just prompting you with questions as you're getting to know your character and writing and typing things out to where like okay my character will respond this way okay so and so would act like this way or they oh yeah if they're pushed they're going to respond this way are they quick to anger what does it take to provoke this character when they overreact if this happens you know are they not den- are they in denial about something you know, what are their negative coping mechanisms? What are their positive coping mechanisms? Are there any uncomfortable emotions? And then I like this. They have quirks listed here. You can add a quirk about your character. Like, do they collect stamps? Like, what's something that makes them interesting? Uh, they have some things under, there's categories here under compulsions, whether they like something or dislike something, odd behaviors, uh, physiological uh, quirks, special abilities, like, let's say for likes and dislikes. Let's say your character always dresses. Let's say my character, Ava, always dresses in polka dots and pinstripes. Maybe that's something that she likes to do. That's, that's a quirk of hers. Uh, always wears cowboy boots or avoids mirrors because she thinks that they're bad luck. Um, let's go to compulsions here. Compulsions, always arriving early. Always carries a deck of cards. Always has to finish what they start. Always avoids foods that are a certain color. Let's say your character doesn't like foods that are orange. <laughs> I mean, I have yet to be someone like that, but there may be. That may be a quirk of someone or someone who doesn't like their food to touch. I mean, I personally 
I, I did not notice that until someone pointed it out thinking like do I like my food to touch it's, it's just one of those things like you know do you move your food on the plate so it won't touch so it won't mix do you own or does your character um dress in only one color um do they count things in groups of eight do they carry hand sanitizer everywhere I mean what is a quirk of your character so I like that and it makes them more relatable and real because we all as human beings have our little quirks and things that we understand but maybe some of us like okay uh that's different you know interesting next is some is a category of motivations what is your character's outer motivation and you can list it here outer motivation being their goal what is their ultimate goal in the story and it can change uh, as you're writing it because again you're going to have your inciting incident which is going to raise the stakes and so throughout the course of the book they're going to have their journey and they're going to have to determine okay is my original goal is it even still what I want or do I want to change it so outer motivations here let's see what is our goal for our character Ava um let's say let's do this caring for an aging parent let's say she moved she didn't want to but she felt like she had no choice she took this job in Chicago um, because you know she wants to take care of her mom you know maybe her mom had her when she was older maybe her mom is an older mom maybe they weren't expecting to have Ava maybe her mom had her you know late 30s early 40s and I'm not saying that that's old but you know doctors say anything past 35 is but whatever anyway (laughs) as long as you have a healthy baby that's all that matters but let's just say that happened to Ava and her mom is older so she wants to take care of her mom so that will be her uh, outer motivation inner motivation you can choose from here inner motivation is your character's why why do they need to achieve their goal being caring for an aging parent here and then you can determine is this going to be an arc where your character changes for the better or for the worse and they list the needs here physiological safety and security love and belonging esteem and recognition self-actualization and this is all the things that are listed in that pyramid i can't think of the exact i think it's maslow's i hate to misquote it but just the five one two three four the five basic needs of every human being so you would list that here and so if all this is under let's say love and belonging then you would probably then they'll have it to where you can list a more specific need like their unmet need may be love and belonging but let's say the more specific need within the love and belonging is to let's see here uh let's just ballpark it to be accepted by others let's say that's Ava's thing she wants to love be loved and belong and be accepted by others so that's the inner motivation and then the fatal flaw you can list a fatal flaw in terms of how she responds with her behavior and her attitudes and then physical details you can describe how your characters look from their skin color to their hair the texture of their hair uh their eyes you know they're built are they petite you know are they more on the athletic side you know uh stuff like that age race and heritage their height their weight body posture distinguishing marks do they have tattoos tattoos do they have tattoos moles scars birthmarks physical challenges is is your character suffering from a chronic health condition do they have allergies overall condition and presentation clothing style preferences like do they dress for comfort like does your character love sweatpants and yoga pants as opposed to someone who may dress up a little bit more 
clothes, uh, common adornments. Maybe they have a Bluetooth clip to their ear or they wear a gold locket. Let's say Ava wears a golden locket that she never takes off. And you're like, okay, why doesn't she take that off? That's something that you can have your readers get to know within your story. So this is just something to kind of get your brain and your wheels turning and help you get to know your characters. Last few things here is daily life. What's a typical morning for Ava? When she wakes up in the morning, does she work out? Um, does she uh, read in the morning? Does she have a certain routine? Uh, does she like going to work? <laughs> uh, where does she attend school? Um, her family, her relationship with her family. Is she a parent? Does Ava have kids? You know, does she take her child with her? You know, did they move um, together um, to where she felt like, okay, I need to take responsibility as a single mom. Maybe she's a single mom. I don't know. Who does your character despise? <laughs> what is your character passionate about? What type of conversations get your character riled up? Like, what's that one subject for Ava? Like, if you talk about it, you know she's going off regardless. Because let's say she's a D personality, so she's quick to say things. She's she's witty, and she's not, you know, she's not going to back down. Does your character have any disabilities? Uh, does your character have any distinguishing speech patterns? Does Ava have an accent? Uh, when the character is threatened, how do they respond? Do they fight, flight, or freeze? Ava's case, she, she Ava may be a fighter here. What is your character's safe place? Where does Ava go when she feels threatened? Or where does Ava go to recharge? Maybe Ava goes to church a couple of times a month. Maybe she doesn't go regularly. Maybe she feels like I can't go to church. I mean, all of this is helping you get to know your characters. And then, of course, you can add pictures at the end. If you can uh, upload them from your computer, if you've had them downloaded previously, or if you just have photos, maybe Pinterest. I've heard authors say that they use pictures from Pinterest to help build character profile boards to kind of give them a visual of things. And all of this, once you select and answer all these questions, so it does take time, so be patient with yourself. You're getting to know your characters, in my opinion, as if you were getting to know a real person. That may sound weird, but we as authors feel like our characters are real, at least in our heads. So get to know your characters. Take the time to, you know... Like, is this the type of music they would listen to? Is this type of movie that they would watch? It's like you're getting to know someone. So once you have all these questions answered, you can uh, select all of these to build up your summary. And One Stop for Writers will have a full profile PDF file for you to look at and to reference back to as you're writing your manuscript. So all of this is just work for you to do on the forefront of things when you're outlining when you're planning your story so that when you actually get to the writing process you won't feel lost you won't feel like okay would they act like this I don't know so I believe in doing the prep work first and I'm actually taking the initiative to do the prep work first because I used to be a pantser but I'm trying my best to balance it because there are times you guys where I'll just write a scene by the seat of my pants just go with the flow but overall I want to have a clear a vision of where my story is going what my characters are doing, how they're growing in the story. So this is just a helpful tool. It's just one of them. If you have something else that you use, great. But again, this is onestopforwriters.com on character building. Again, you can use their website. If not, use what you got. Stick with it. <laughs> Whatever works best for you. But thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.